We've all seen the incredible horse and rider combinations as the backbone of our sport. But what about everything else that makes the equestrian world tick? From the everyday grind to the world-class professional, join the Equestrian Podcast as we talk about every equestrian discipline in a way that hasn't been done before. Now here's your host, rider, trainer, and influencer behind my equestrian style, Bethany Lee. Hey friends, welcome to the Equestrian Podcast. My name is Bethany Lee, and this is episode number eight. Nick Granite is an up-and-coming top show-jumping course designer, and at such a young age, he's already done so much in the industry. I've always looked at different course designers, and I've always been interested in course designing, but I've never really known how to get there. And it always seems like all of the course designers are super old. I'm sorry if that's mean, but... I feel like that's the case. And Nick is in his 30s, and he is killing it in the course designing game. So here to talk all about how he became a course designer is Nick Granite. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. Awesome. Well, I'm so happy you're on the Equestrian Podcast today. Oh, thank you for having me. Awesome. So let's get right to it. Um, You are a top course designer in the show jumping world. And I'd love to hear about how you got started in this industry. Um, well, as a kid, uh, I always rode. It was something that uh, we did as a family. We'd go on uh, on Sunday and have riding lessons. And um, then I moved to Long Island and uh, started riding with Marty Dallaire and uh, got more and more involved in that and kind of... Uh, I don't know, as a little kid, I, I always uh, loved the jumps and course design and had a mini set when I was young. And uh, I don't know, I was always very passionate about it. Awesome. Very cool. So you started as a rider. And at what point um, did you then transition into um, into course design? So when... Um, uh, I moved to Peter Leon when I was about 13, and, and he was uh, also sort of a course design nut. Um, and uh, slowly I would assist at some shows. Uh, Conrad Holmfeld asked me to come to uh, the Hampton Classic one year, and uh, from there I, I went to the Aachen School in uh, in Germany and started assisting more. And uh, in 2013 I transitioned and became a course designer full-time. Very cool. Um, so what is that what is that process like of becoming a course designer? Like are there prerequisites? Are there certain things, kind of different hoops you have to jump to? <laughs> yeah, there there's a lot. It's it's kind of a long process. Um first you have to do um a certain amount of apprenticing. So I, I believe now it's uh you have to do maybe five shows with three different course designers. Uh, which is time consuming itself, you know, take five weeks. Uh, then you have to do a clinic and, and take a test. Um, and, and then you can start doing some smaller shows. Uh, after doing that for two years, um, you go up for a, uh, the committee meets and, uh, uh, after two years you can move up. Um, and then from there, uh, you can do all the big national shows, any, anything in the U S um, but, uh, the next step after that is, uh, then getting an FEI license, which the Federation has to put you up for, um, which I got mine last year. Um, but there's still a few more levels, but, uh, it's a, it's a very long process. 
Yeah. I mean, it seems like it. When when I see um, other course designers in the industry, it seems like they've kind of been in the game for a minute. So it, it seems like there's a lot to be done before you get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm 37 now and uh, I'm the baby. So yeah, uh, yeah it's a very long process. Um, how did you go about finding the apprenticeships when you first decided to get into it? So when I very first started, uh, I was actually at a wedding um, and I was sitting with Conrad Holmfeld and he invited me to the Hampton Classic. Um, so that was, I, I did a few shows with Conrad. Um, and then after that, I was in Germany and um, and w I asked about the Aachen School of Course Design and got in there. Uh, and I got to know Linda Allen. So I did some shows with her. Um, and then I would just go up to course designers and ask, um, you know, if I could apprentice with them. I, I did a lot of shows with uh, Alan Wade and, and still do. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was just asking around, seeing whose work I liked and uh, spent some time with them. Cool. That's awesome. Um, there's there's so much, I mean, besides knowing and understanding the sport to create a course, um, there's also a lot of design and creativity involved in it, too. So what, what's your favorite part of designing a course? Um, you know, I, I really, uh, I, I like to sit and draw. I like the, the beginning, you know, the, the freehand part. Um, and then, uh, you know, always you, you like it when, when the finished product is happening. You know, everything in between, you're always tweaking and, and changing. And, um, but, uh, you know, I, I enjoy the beginning, you know, when you're drawing the line of the track. Cool. That's awesome. Um, so let's say you are at the point you are today where um, you are recognized under FEI. Uh, what is that process like of getting connected with different events? I mean, are you having to market yourself? Are you getting approached? How does that work? Uh, it's it's a little bit of both. Um, in the beginning, I just, I, I, I would call and call and send uh, uh, emails, uh, you know, saying I'm available if, if you'll have me. Um, and then I started to do uh, the turf tour for Georgia Nona, which was in Wellington. And uh, there was a lot of top riders, a lot of good people were there. And it was word of mouth from there. And, um, and now, uh, you know, I, I think I've developed a little bit of a reputation and uh, I've gotten more shows and some bigger shows. And, uh, you know, the shows have been loyal to me. And uh, so it's really starting to build from that. That's awesome. So, I mean, if you would ask any any show jumper who has gone through your courses before, they'd say Nick Granite's courses are blank. Like, what what would you what do you what would you say you're known for? Hopefully, being consistent um, <laughs> for, for being considerate of the horses um, mm -hmm. and uh, fair, you know, fair courses. Cool. Um, that's awesome. So. I am curious to know your process of actually going about you've you've landed a partnership with a with an event and you are designing a course. Um, walk me through kind of from start to finish from the the moment you start planning it out to uh, the day of the show where you are you know putting the course together and kind of finally executing it. So normally when you arrive at the show, um, hopefully you, uh, I already have the dimensions of the arena and I've started, started drawing out the track. 
Um, often the arena is nowhere near what they, they say it's going to be. Um, and, uh, often you don't know the jump material you're going to have. So sort of the first day you're making inventory, um, and then you build that first night or afternoon for the first day of the competition. Um, and once you start getting the jumps out there, you start to get a feel for the ring. You know, you have the first day of competition, you get to know, you know, the competitors what what you're going to have from there the week is 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 a lot easier you know if you're doing the 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 main ring you you know you you can start thinking about the weekend the bigger classes uh which is really you know the exciting part um but uh you know that the process is sort of you know going through the material making sure all you know your drawings will fit and then you know, pounding out courses, you know, often we have five or six classes in a day. Um, so often that's five or six courses and, uh, you know, that that's time consuming and you want to do it without moving, uh, a lot of fences, you know, you, you, you don't want to be so hard on your jump crew as well. Um, are there certain courses where, you're like, oh, this is like my, my one of my go-to hunter courses that you don't really have to take a ton of time in planning. You can just kind of like get to the ring and knock it out or oh, do you pretty much sure. put everything for to paper? For sure. I mean, the, you know, when I'm talking about all the other stuff, it's mostly jumpers. The hunters is, sure. is, is a lot uh, more basic, you know, uh, right. you know, say for instance, you have the short stirrup, you know, you're going to go twice around the outside. Uh, yeah. So you're going to have two outside lines. So, uh, yeah, for sure. There's there's a lot of uh, uh, when you when you get into those rings, it's it's you know a lot easier. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so let's say you're not at an event, you're not at a show. Um, what are you um, doing otherwise? So my fiance has a has a, a big stable in Chicago. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I come and I'll, I'll ride a little bit and I'll help her with some of her horses um uh and uh you know she has a lot of kids and they go to shows and uh uh, it's called windridge farm uh they also have a lesson program so uh you know i i come and hang out with them um i'm involved uh mostly in the sales there um and and sort of the show people but uh you know i'm not home so much so I, i really enjoy spending time with taylor while i'm home Cool. Um, what, um, otherwise, if you're not in Chicago, where are you usually? Uh, well, I'm in Florida for 12 weeks and my mom lives there. Um, so I, I do the Florida circuit the whole time. And then after that, uh, I'm on the road, uh, pretty much all summer. Last year I did, uh, 30 weeks on the road. Um, so it's, uh, it's a lot of traveling and when I'm home, often I'm at a show with Taylor. Okay. I mean, it sounds like a pretty tight schedule. Um, how do you how do you go about balancing that? Well, I mean, I, I I really like what I do. I've grown up in the at the horse shows, so all my friends are are horse show people. So for me, I don't really know anything different. Um, you know, I really I really enjoy the the you know being at the shows, you know, yeah. with, with my friends and 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 that kind of thing. Cool. That's awesome. Um, so for the people who are looking to maybe go into course design, um, what would be some advice you have and, and what kind of 
um, process or education do you think that they should look into getting beforehand? I mean, I think first of all is 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 the interest. Um, you know, it's it's not something a lot of people are interested in. And then you know, from there is 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 watching a lot um, and seeing whose courses you like, seeing what what the riders are liking, um, and you know, and then from there you 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 know find find the the right people to work with, do a lot of drawing, and you know ask everybody a lot of questions. You know, be at the shows, and uh, you know, if you start asking people questions, you know, they're they're most people are happy to to talk to you about it. So, you know, just getting involved, and then, you know, making sure everything you do is in line with with good horsemanship and training horses well and straightforward. And you know, we always have to think about you know the the horses first. Right. Right. Um. What would be, um, so you're saying that um, something to uh, really make sure that we are focusing on the horses first and making it fair and safe. Um, what are some components uh, to your courses that uh, that you feel like do make them safe for the horses to go through? So, you know, you have to take into account a lot of times, uh, you know, when we're showing in the summer and it's, you know, 104 degrees, you know, you're not going to make the course 14 numbers long you know when you have an immediate jump off you know uh, then they're you know they're jumping 28 jumps uh, you know in the scorching hot heat so you know thinking about that kind of thing um, also you know the thinking about the group that you're building for we don't always have to you know overbuild every week um, uh, you know those kinds of things and and you know also uh, being fair to the horses as far as jump placement and and uh, you know time of day, the sunlight, you know, there's there's a lot to consider. So, you know, really taking into account what what the horses are going through. Awesome, yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, and then um, you are also um, oh sorry, here one second. Um, are you hearing that beeping? Sorry, I'm not. Okay, weird. Okay, well, we'll just edit this part out. <laughs> um, awesome. Okay, so you were just finishing up about that. Um, okay, give me a second. I do not know what. Okay, weird. Okay, so we'll just pretend we are going right along. Um, Awesome. So what are some, who are some of the coolest people that have, um, either show jumpers or, or hunter riders that have gone through your courses? Um, I mean, I build at a, at a lot of shows. So, um, I think a lot of people have, have jumped my courses. Uh, you know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Um, in the, in the jumper rearing, I've got, got a lot of nice feedback from, uh, you know, McLean Ward's been very supportive and, uh, you know, Kent Farrington's been very supportive. So, you know, having people like that on my side, um, you know, they're very strong critics also, you know, they, they'll tell you when they don't like something, but, you know, they're, they're very supportive of, uh, you know, trying to get a, a young American, some bigger shows and, and, and that kind of thing. So, um, I, I don't know really how to answer that, but, uh, hopefully people like my courses. I, I don't really care who it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
when you are um, putting the courses together, and um, I know uh, especially in the show jumping arena, there will be um, several sponsor jumps and, and super creative jumps. Are you involved in that process? I'm not involved in the design of the, the fences. Um, I, I, met, I really admire it. Uh, I was around uh, Alan Wade and Steve Stevens, kind of through, uh, saw their process as they were designing the fences for, for the WEG this year, and I was blown away. But really, it's, it's what you have at that show. Um, and they normally give you a sponsor list of what must be in the arena. Um, so as far as that's concerned, I'm, I just put together the fence at the show, uh, how I think it'll look nice. Um, and what's, where's your favorite venue to show or to, to have your courses? Oof. Um, well, that I've built at, um, you know, uh, Old Salem is, is a very special place for me. I grew up showing there. Um, I got to build this year in Kentucky in the main ring, which was, you know, really exciting. Uh, uh, I, th those kinds of shows uh, I, I really enjoy. Awesome. Very cool. Um, well, great. Well, um, any any final words if for for people who are interested in jumping into the course building industry? Um, any tips or tricks or advice you have? Um, you know, be very open minded. Uh, pay attention. Uh, watch as much as you can, and and ask questions. Never be afraid to, you know, to go up to anybody and, and ask something, you know, ask if you, you know, what you liked about this, what you don't like about this. Um, you know, riders, course designers, uh, you know, really anybody has, has something to offer. Perfect. Love it. Well, Nick, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and I wish you all the best. All right. Well, thank you for having me. If you got something out of this episode, could you do me a favor? I would love you forever if you could take five seconds and head over to the app where you listen to this episode and rate and review the Equestrian Podcast. It's super easy to do, and it allows people like you to find the podcast, and it allows us to find some amazing new guests and create awesome content just for you. Thanks in advance. Until next time, my name is Bethany Lee. Enjoy the ride.